That's mostly what I do over hey guys, across the street. Welcome to the Afterlap. You know, this is an early show, so there's a lot there's more traffic. There's a lot of traffic so. right now. Uh, usually yeah. we do late, but but Christina, by the way, I will get your name. Christina Cha or Shaw? Is cha, there like Cha Cha Cha. Cha Cha It's not like French. No. Okay. Christi- and, and we have, uh, I don't know your last name. See, it's Caitlin Allen. Caitlin Allen. So Everybody mispronounced it, so it's good that we're here. We're figuring it out. And yeah. Caitlin Allen, she is co-hosting. She is uh, She's a comic, and she also works at the Laugh Factory. What would you say your job title at the Laugh Factory is? I'm always confused. Well, I don't really even know what it really is, but they've hired me as a video specialist consultant or something, but I mostly run the social media, like Instagram and things but like that. But you're in charge of the guys at the production office, right? Because I feel like they're scared of you. Is that because uh, that you're in charge? That's because, because that's just my energy. I just got big okay. dick energy, bro. It's oh, nice. just B-D-E. B-D-E. I'm just swinging that puppy how around. Come, how come yeah. big clit energy hasn't become a thing? I don't know if that's a sense of power. Yeah, it's kind of like a wing effect. I don't know. A wing effect? I don't know. Isn't that what they look like? Uh, wow. <laughs> anyway, Christina Cha. <laughs> Christina Cha here, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Am I going to get slammed for that? Seriously? No, you're wow. not going to. A wing? They probably do. I've never no. found one. Hey, guys. So listen. Um, <laughs> Zing. So, Christina, l- let's uh, let's give uh, people your story. Anyway, you're, you're here. I, I, I brought you here today. I brought you to my lair today <laughs> because um, we're friends. We are friends. We're homies. And I... Uh, I discovered through <laughs> back channels that you're single, uh-huh. and I was yeah. like, "Hey, how you doing? Is everything okay?" Not, I slid into your DMs, not in a creepy way. But Do just you like, promise hey. it wasn't creepy? I promise. No, yeah. no. You know, no, I'm, no, 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 I no, have no. to. Hey, I, I'm just no, asking. I pro- cause, no, cause because he doesn't do like the hot symbol on my Instagram story. Okay. I don't like, do a lot of dot, dot, emojis. dots. No, I don't. No. I don't. He was genuinely checking in on you, like yeah. a good person. It was a nice. Yeah. Well, last time we, last because we actually talked about relationships long distance right. relationships yeah. and then and you were actually we're friends. we're friends and then you yeah. were going to bring talk about bringing your now ex-boyfriend on the podcast yeah that was probably the he's last time we talked back. i don't think he's going in the podcast <laughs> not or maybe i'll back. get him later Ooh. on my own anyway he's so, a um, funny guy <laughs> he's a funny guy he is a funny guy <laughs> so anyway uh so i said hey yeah i i, I whenever I, I slide into a girl's dms i try to i don't slide i just kind of like tiptoe like hey yeah. um <laughs> Particularly doing a podcast where it's probably about 50% men, 50% women. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything remotely creepy. I'm not going <laughs> to hug a woman for an extra second. No matter how hard I want to. Yeah. No, uh, believe me. Believe I'm going to hold back. Hold back. I'm, I'm like, I'm Look like at Mike you. Pence. I'm like Mike Pence here. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, Christina, so uh, let's let's talk about your story. You are a, you're now a filmmaker and oh writer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but your original origin into the business was, was what? Explain that to people who don't know um, who you are. You know, I'm an accidental producer. Um, I started off in, I mean, the way like I've been seen or known in, in the world is I was on a reality show called Survivor. Heard yes. of it? What season and were you? Season 24 called Survivor Jesus. One World. Yeah, it's on How many were 30, there? Season 38 now. Now, yeah, so I'm like old. That was like a while ago. Like seven years ago now? Oh, that's not that long ago. Yeah. Never mind. So I want to talk about that because we've had, because. You know Leo, right? I think he was on an episode. Leo Dottavia with the Conan hair. Yeah, isn't yeah. He, was he on The Bachelor? He was on The Bachelor, but yeah. he is now part of. Once that happens, you're part of the Bachelor Nation. Mm. Yeah, you're part of this reality uh, TV alum society, and you go to these reality TV X 
like charity events and you get to meet with other reality people and some people hook up with each other do you go to those still or i have not although i will go to one in a couple of weeks because i haven't gone in a long time only don't you get paid the charity no you don't get paid no i raise money for charity okay that's fine okay. but don't they have like yeah. a comic i was thinking they'd have something that no, you'd i think some that they do i feel like that's kind of wrong isn't that how like Snooki way? makes all of her money she just like goes yeah. to clubs all over the country and just like Gets drunk. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we so keep doing that. You're season I'm not 24. In that caliber. <laughs> How did you get into Survivor? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people in mm-hmm. the world, maybe listen to this right now, who think about, who dream about one day getting on a. Uh, reality show and i know the process is very complicated and different oh, for different ones it's so long how did um, it, how did that go about um it was during the time and what were you doing before the then i was a sales rep i was uh <laughs> i was doing business development sales for a software company and um and then i fell into recruiting and like a headhunter like a headhunter yeah i don't so know what that is but i know that uh, i know it's a cool I, name though i collect heads <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i um I got let go, and so did a lot of people. It was during the hard, like, Great Recession for mm. everyone. 2008. 2008-2009. Yeah. And um, instead of taking everything very personal, I was like, this is a moment to, like, try something different. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Good for you. And I saw a casting call for Survivor. How did you see the casting call? It was online. <laughs> when you're not you're working, you what have plenty There's of a lot of time on the internet. What to do with my online. life? Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, bored. Do yeah. I apply for jobs or do I apply for Survivor? I did both. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I ended up getting on. I did it on my iPhone. How, how much was the process? So yeah, what was the process? That? What was the pro- did you have to make a video? Did you have yeah, to I had to make a video. And that was like during the time of the iPhone era. I think I, it was my iPhone 3 at the time or iPhone 4. And I just edited it through my iMovie and then just sent it over, submitted it. And then the casting director called me and they were like, oh, you're funny. You're sassy. And I'm like, oh, cool. Let's see what this is all about. And then. The process is so long. Like um, how many callbacks and like, auditions and meetings? Like so many. Like they're like, can you send us another video? Can you please do this? And they're like giving you suggestions on how you need Jeez. to do your auditions. And I think I probably submitted about five videos to them. And um, Wow, just five different videos that you made on your own time and your own money. On my own time and my own With money. no guarantee of no getting guarantee picked. getting Holy picked shit. at all. And then, um, and then when it's done, you, they bring you in into some hotel i cannot say because i signed a contract on even eight years ago you can't wow. say yeah that i can't okay. um wow. interesting in case they want the double back. tree got it oh okay that makes sense i don't then. know if they're gonna bring me they'll back. have like a reunion show yeah, or they something show, they've had yeah. plenty of those right they have plenty yeah they always have reunion. okay right. so you you went to the, the hotel it's called yep. the double tree and <laughs> <laughs> no because I, I auditioned for and i don't caitlin i don't know if you've ever auditioned for any of these america's got talent or anything uh, yeah. i've definitely done like yeah. a reality show audition kind of thing but i don't remember what it was for just it was like maybe it was even a game show but it was in a hotel lobby yeah. What is up with that? Yeah. I guess because it can handle a ton of people, maybe. Handle, yeah, yeah. They put them in the rooms and they sequester them. And yes. like you, you, They just hold you in there. It's like a holding room. And then they're like, okay, we're ready to take you in because they don't want you to see other people. They don't want to, yeah, what's going on yeah, and, and if they leave happy or sad. Or the quote unquote pregame that they're doing too because they mm. want you to feel isolated so you can like oh. things interesting see a little crazy. so did you do, you, what did you audition so for? I, well, I, had, I had two kind of experiences. The first one, I think. Oh, oh, no, I auditioned for Ameri- uh, Last Comic Standing. Okay. And I'd oh, been doing comedy yeah, yeah. for uh, for a year. So I guess it was w- with the bookers for Letterman at that point, those okay. two guys. And, you know, you prepare like five minutes. And I went up there and I told one of my first jokes that always worked. And this was when I was on Soap Opera. 
So this must have been 2005. Wow. Six. I was like brand new. Yeah. And I had like long So I did a joke pear. about being on a date with a girl and she was like, oh my God, you know who you look just like? And I'm like, oh, she's probably going to say Owen Wilson because my hair was like that. And I do a little Owen Wilson. <laughs> so maybe she'll say Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And go, hey, you know, and I do like a Matthew McConaughey voice, you know, because I can kind of do that easy. <laughs> and then she goes, you look just like Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, <laughs> so no. joke. And, and the joke oh. would kill in a club. <laughs> Literally, I go, you look just like, uh, they're like, next. <laughs> the second I said that, they're like, next. Uh, Thank you. Because it, it was for cool. national TV. It was like maybe a different, no, they're looking for different is, stuff. Th- and I've learned this too from, from kind of, sort of quasi friends of mine in the business like people like Jeff Singer I don't know if you were working on when Jeff Singer is here but Jeff mm-hmm. he, he's the gatekeeper from Montreal and mm, I, know th- I definitely know the name we have very different takes on, on comedy but he was like you do a joke where you impersonate a black person or you say I mm. look like blank I'm done with you yep oh, so I think yeah. there, I think there's a lot of people because it's a very easy thing Again, to I do. think it's like a national TV thing too they got to think like wow. there's people in Iowa watching this and there's people in yeah. South Carolina watching this and Different people are yeah. So I do think they have to go wide for yeah. those kinds of to shows. Give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll ha- I'll I'll say that they probably could tell that I was pretty green. Mm. And that too, I'm sure. You know, because you look back at, uh, early on, last comic, it was Gary Gullman and Alonzo Bowden. I mean, two yeah. the, two oh the yeah. best working today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was like my first experience. My second experience was I think it was America's Got Talent, mm. and I went there. I don't know. They saw a video or something where I was a, I acted like a midget. Oh, How that's gonna do it for like him. A midget, we were like on so I have a big butt. <laughs> it's one of my <laughs> traits. I put that on my Tinder profile. Oh no, my god! I can, make, I can make my belly really big and good bow this leg. Is so fucked. It's so fucked. But you know, whatever. So and I pull my <laughs> pants up and I and I walk around like a, a midget out of like a vending machine and I take out a dollar bill that's like this big, like a oh huge dollar man. bill. Oh my god! So. <laughs> And they called me back, and they were, like, talking to me. And I don't know if they were trying to put me on the show. And they see you're, like, six foot. I think they wanted to put me on the show to be the guy. That they make fun of. That they make fun of. (gasps) The butt of the joke. But but then they are like, well, it's actually kind of funny. Yeah. So we can't, but we want to. So it Mm. never went further. It wasn't that you were bad, and they were making fun of you. That's because it's usually. This guy's walking around doing a whole set as a midget. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> As a little person, excuse oh me. Oh my god! So then the next time I got contact, I got someone reached out to me because a bit of mine got a little bit viral on Reddit, mm. which I guess is where a lot of people go to look at. Kind it of is. And it's, mm. it's, it's it's just old, it's just it's old video from like two where I, I it's a gay gym bit where a guy looks at me and then I cut my flip my shirt I have a thong strap whatever. Oh wow. It's I've seen this clip. It's also wow. very proppy. You've seen a song strap too? But it, oh, it, yeah. It got, <laughs> it one day it got like 100 or 200,000 views on Reddit, and then this woman contacted me, and I couldn't do it. So that was my whole experience. Um, I don't think I'll ever audition again. I don't think that's for you, you know? I, I don't know if that's your audience, and that's mm. your thing. I don't know if I would – I don't know if I have tough enough skin. So that anyway, too. That was my experience. And Caitlin, you've, you've done – I've never that. done anything with comedy or any kind of performance like that. Honestly, it terrifies me. I yeah. don't think I could do what it. About a reality show. I've done a bunch of games show stuff where they like call me up all the time to do it, and then they, it's like I literally get there, and then they're like, "Yeah, someone else got picked." I'm like, "Don't put <laughs> me like through all this, all dude. We're deep in the valley. <laughs> in like, the valley. this is so rude." Hot, Did you have to get in shape before Survivor? I've always wondered this because um, they're like doing like physical. 
Yeah, you know, not everyone is in top physical shape when they're on Survivor. Like, I was yeah. a little chubby when I was on the show. Well, but let's back <laughs> up a little bit. What was your last audition for it? Was mm. it in front of a huge network, like a big conference table with no, 15 people? No, it was or like or a camera, me, Mark Burnett, and Jeff Probst. Okay, but you, when you got casting. to them, you know yeah. you're very close at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's either I take it in or I'm out. Did they have you sign? Because with acting and pilots, you sign uh, uh, when you do a screen test. You can't yeah. do you anything. You have to sign your contract yeah. before the s- screen test. Mm. Totally. Which submarines so many actors mm. yeah. who've told me, you know, they're poor New York actors. Yeah, you and just they sign your and life they go, away. You go do a screen test. Oh, by the way, here we go. You'll make $50,000 the first episode and then $30,000 every episode. And they're like... Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. And, and then yeah. they're freaking out. And their agents, they, go, they have to wait until it gets yeah. approved. And then they go in there going, if I book this, my entire life. Life is going to change. Yeah, yeah, and how are you going to yeah. have a good audition at that point? So wow. yeah. had you done that point before the final audition? Well, they didn't tell you how much money you would get into the, to the show. So you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not supposed to exclose, like, even, disclose that Even either. now. Yeah. But you knew... But you knew you were getting paid, obviously. I actually didn't. I did it for the inventor. I had no idea that you got paid. I found out just hearing it from other people. I was like, oh, shoot. I mean, it's probably good you didn't know. prizes here. Yeah. Like, you, like, the longer you stay, the more money you Oh, is that make? how it works? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. And then I thought about it. I was like, hmm, maybe. No, that was Did the you know that when you started longer. filming that, that you get paid more each week? Oh, there's someone's phone. Oh. It's my daughter, but I can't oh. answer it right now. Hi, daughter. I love my daughter. When she calls, it means something's wrong. She's <laughs> a smart girl, too. Didn't she go to, uh, she's at Berkeley? She's gotten to school. Berkeley, yeah. She's yeah, good for her. So That's huge. Super proud. She, no, she's, am- she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and we can talk more after this podcast <laughs> over wine and maybe some marijuana. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's a long story. So, <laughs> back to Survivor. Yeah. Um, you you uh, you had the final thing, a camera. It was like a basically a screen test with Jeff Probst and Mark Burnett. Yeah. And he is Mark Burnett the guy who decides? I mean, he, I, I met him for like a millisecond. I don't know. I think that's him and a bunch of other people, too. There's sure. tons of Have you met the other the contestants at this point? No. Okay. You don't know. I just, you don't know like, anybody. I just seen them and they're like go hey you can't look and i'm like damn it <laughs> it's like the wedding <laughs> exactly you're like you cannot look at the other contestants and i'm like okay because um, when you first get onto that island that's where they they want you to be meeting they them want for it the all first fresh, time except you hop on a plane before and you're in the same like bus oh, with them and uh, then you can't help and they're like you can't look and there's always wow that's so awkward like, you can't look and i'm like you can't make eye contact you can't do anything and now you're going they like don't want you to strategize now were you single you when you did this yes i was single. were you kind of like hmm I mean, I've heard from people that said, look, this idea that we're an island, I can't believe people aren't having sex. It's the most disgusting environment ever. It is ever so sex. disgusting. Yes. Everyone stinks. There's no shower. Ooh. There's no bathroom. Didn't you even want to know where you go yet. to the bathroom? The ocean. That's your bathroom. Oh, it's you usually where I go anywhere. You don't dig holes for the um, uh, like Well, poop? I mean, you can, but why when you go to the ocean? It's yeah. like it's clean, it's quicker, it's efficient, you get wipes. Fine. Well, you know, let me just tell you something about the Oh, ocean. boy. <laughs> Learning a lot tonight. When I was in high school, oh I God. went to... <laughs> it's nature's way, and the craziest part but is But l- let me tell you this. Okay, yeah, sure. But let me tell you my story. <laughs> oh, real quick. good and Lord. And we'll get back to you. But this is my... I was with my girlfriend in high school. We went to Rehoboth Beach in Delaware, and I went and I had I had a number two it, right? You don't want to go on the boardwalk into those nasty... Of course not. ...bathrooms where there's junkies. You didn't have any toilet paper with you? Huh? You didn't have any toilet paper with you? I was, was 16. Oh, my God. God. He's a he's I'm a boy. Beach. I'm like, hey, and I'm, yeah. I'm in there. I'm like, oh, and I go, oh, I'm just gonna poop in the ocean. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, God, I'm uh -huh. so nervous. So you can, you I can, can guess smell what where happened. this is going. What did you eat before? Huh? No, 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 no. We don't want to know that. You're in high school. Yeah. So <laughs> we I don't want to know. And I take, I take it. You know, huh. it's it's not like it's a, it's not like messy. It's like a solid, you know, oh, eight point five. Uh -huh. um, it's like a nice boy. yoga poop. Yeah, there you go. Side effects, Caitlin. Oh boy, here um, we go. So I, I get, I get off on, you know, get back to the beach and see my girlfriend. Like, hey, hey, and then she's like, what's, what's going on out there? So my poop <laughs> floated to the surface. Oh, it was a floater. And there were seagulls, uh, like a hundred seagulls, coming down. <laughs> yeah, to take away the evidence. Hopefully. I mean, it looked like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds <laughs> attacking my poop. That's crazy. And, I'll, and, and in my head, I go, I guess salt water, I it's easier to float on salt water, so poop is going, <laughs> you're going to... You're going straight to the scientific, yeah. like, explanation. Like, so did your girlfriend at the time see it? Does she know what was I happening? I turned beet red, and she's like, what did you do? I was like, hey, poop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but, it, but did that happen? Oh in my Survivor, God. did the water, did the poop sink? Y y no, it didn't. It floated. It floated and then, out. I mean, just it was like a Viking really funeral. You and like, then, like yeah. all of a sudden, there's all these tropical fish come out, and then just like eat all of it so quickly. Oh my they eat God! All of it, and eat the water's all of clear. It, and it just clears it off, and I was like, oh. And then I'm thinking to myself, the circle of those life. Those are the same fish that we've been spearfishing for. <laughs> Shoot. Wow. <laughs> Wait, they so literally, crazy. they literally eat it. They don't just pick out and like run oh, away. Oh, they just I don't know. I think no. they eat it. They just go clop, 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 and they're, mm, they're like what buffet. <laughs> so I can avoid it. Samoa. Samoa. Yeah, Samoa. Mm -hmm. Okay. That wow. makes sense. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. so um you you got on. Now when you got the phone call, you you must have been ecstatic, right? I was so ecstatic. I was so excited. Because you were already a fan of Survivor? I was a fan, but not like a super fan. I didn't know everyone. No, but you like but watched I knew, it. I knew enough of it to be like I think I'm going to kick ass. And you knew show. that your life oh, on some cool. level was going to yeah. change. Uh, yes and no-ish. I wasn't really, I didn't know too much about like the people after the show. Right. I, I just knew Elizabeth Hasselbeck and like a few other people. I was like, oh yeah, it made something for them. But really I wanted the adventure. Yeah. yeah. I wanted something different from my corporate lifestyle. Sure. And Understandable. And it was a great breakaway. I think it was like for me to really say like, hey Christina, anything is possible in life. You know, just that's a good lesson we, to learn. Because everything, like what I was taught where I was raised and everything, it's like, you get a good job. I'm from an Asian-American family. Sure. And they're like, you should go to school to be a doctor, a lawyer, a business person. Blah, you work blah, blah. so you can work more, so you can so work, you work more. more. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have your nine to five and you go home, you go to the gym, you cook dinner, you go to sleep, and then you start all over again. Yeah. And to me, I just like, that can't be my life. Yeah. It yeah. really can't be my life. Yeah. That seems and really where were you sad. living at this point? Um, I was living in Redondo Beach Redondo at the Beach. time. Okay. Yep. And uh, I got the call and I went on and then I, um, actually I was living in Hollywood. I was living in West Hollywood <laughs> okay. at the time. I don't know why I thought I was living in Redondo Beach. I think I always want to be in the beach. Yeah. Um, I put all my stuff in storage. I saved a bunch of money. So you moved out of your place. I moved out how, of my how place How long was the commitment? They tell you the commitment's going to be two at least. Two months of your minimum. life. Minimum. Minimum. That's two crazy. Maximum is what? He, uh, it's two months. Okay. Two months, yeah. And so even, even if, when you even they if fire, you, you have to stick you around you and sequester. You Island called Ponderosa. Wait, wait, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> so all the people who get like voted off, I know, I shouldn't say Loser Island, but I call is it. Is it still I'm sure that's what they call Island it. in Samoa. Ponderosa. It's a. It's not a real island. It's a. It's an area that they take the people who've been voted off. And, and it's a then, beach area. And then it's like CBS, and they like, uh, whoa. And it's CBS. Oh, I'll just wait. Yeah. Edit that <laughs> out. I'm not getting. <laughs> I also want to see the oh lighting on this. Oh so my gosh. Okay. 
What happened? Everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Did we it's pause just, everything? you know, no, it's fine. We, how's it looking? I just ripped the skins up. Um, we get all the footage. It's okay. Um, okay, I got, I got I like like those movies where people are hiding from monsters and their phone rings. I'm like, you dumb Turn bitches. Your f- why is your phone on? Turn it oh on I silent. Yeah. And then fuck? here you are. And here I am, <laughs> that same person. Okay, <laughs> so I want to hear more about Ponderosa Loser Island. Loser Island. So and they have a whole video. You can go on YouTube and you just hit Ponderosa and you see all the people who are there. And what do they do? They all yeah. like talk. They all like talk shit about each other. Like so and so did this. I can't believe they blindsided me. I didn't even see that coming. And then it's it's funny. It's like people who watch sports and like watching the highlights. Sure. They're like they should have done that pass. And I'm like, but they didn't. Yeah. yeah. This is what happened. I just uh, don't get it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. It, it's right? a, is it yeah. like yeah. in is it in Samoa the island? It's in Samoa. It's in Samoa. And, and then and CBS, they they sequester them and they take them out and then they. Like they entertain him. They're like, you could go for like hula dancing or whatever, and like eat lobster. But you can't go home because but you, you can't, can't go talk. home because they it's don't basically want like jury duty. It's like jury on a beach, except it's nicer. Yeah, and you get to like, and then that's where people get to like sleep with each other. I always other. think that's that's oh. what I'm saying. That's Everyone what must be moaning. I was gonna that's say shower. You have a hotel. They're eating they lobster. Shower. Yeah. And they get to clean up and everything. Cause yeah. Wants to do it so it seems like it'd be fun yeah. to be fired the first week and just spend the next two months. But you're not boning. getting paid when yeah. you're there on the so island, right? That's well, what I think yeah. about heaven. Like I think maybe <laughs> if heaven's no, listen. It's where when CBS pays no, for everything. No, but I think about you. like heaven. I, I, I <laughs> think I read island. this in like a Kurt. Von, I think like shit in the ocean. A Kurt Vonnegut book where he goes, heaven's basically you're just up in this like room and you're just waiting for the next person to die. But like you, I remember you know, and so you're in Ponderosa Island and you're waiting for the next person to get kicked off. You are, and you're just like, it I sounds knew like it. purgatory. And they show up, you're like, ah, you yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, there must be some tension there, too. Oh, there's total tension. There's so much drama. You, I mean, if, if you ever have time, go on YouTube and you hit Ponderosa and you get to watch all the videos of like people getting all like <laughs> pissy with each other. And there's like drama, there's been fights. Yeah. There's actually been fights. I think. How come they don't show that reality show? Because I think the networks are super protective. No one would They're watch like, Survivor. They would just be like, they show me Ponderosa, oh, baby. Loser Island. have a lot of views. If you look it up, there's so I'm many sure. hits on it. It's that could be a smart thing, though, because then you have all that excess stuff. You put it online. Yeah. yeah. Now you've got TV and digital. I actually <laughs> find the Ponderosa videos to be more entertaining. I'm sure. I mean, Tribal Council's because cool, people, too. Because people yeah. also know that they're not network television, so they're not going to, they're probably less filtered as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're eating food and they're shitting in food. toilets and yeah. showering. They're like, and it's yeah. funny. Well, relax. Because when you oh, starve yeah. your oh. body for such a long time, and then, and then you then go all back and you start eating, you, you blow up. Oh, that makes so much sense. I've yeah. been through that. Yeah. So <laughs> did how, did how, how, uh, how was it for you? I never saw your, your season. I lasted. I was fourth place. So I only had one day on Loser Island. That's really That's good. So it was at, at, that point, at that point, at that point, you're getting publicity. You're getting articles. You're getting yeah. daytime appearances, probably. Yeah, except I got a shit edit. Really? What do you yeah. mean? I, I they don't cut you out? I don't think the producers liked me too much. Why? I don't know. Hashtag girl boss. Uh, well, how maybe. many women were left in those top four? It was it was top five. We were all women. No on there. way. But um, there were awesome. times that they were just like trying to have me in a situation, and they're like, "Hey, Christina, what would you do?" And I'm like, "Really? They made an alliance since day one, and you want me to go like fuck shit up right now?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna look like an idiot on oh, national television." Oh, so you're kind of going against the grain you. a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and I'm just like, "Do you not know what the show's about?" I'm like, "I do know what the show's about." But also, there's a life after Survivor, and yeah. I don't need 15 minutes of fame to make me money. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. 
Good oh, for wow. you. Because like I, I knew there was gonna be a job. Yeah. Lined up for me, and the last thing I need, like, well, you know, you lied on national television, and you were an asshole. Yeah. That's what I did not want to have. Yeah, yeah. At all. You Do mean you it's the same. Like even like if in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. too, people know when they ha- hear a bad reputation about you, they're like. <laughs> Make some pause at least. Mm, yeah. I don't want to work with you. Yeah. But they so don't say that to your face. I've also heard from people that no matter how hard you try to be the nice guy, there are two things at play. One is you have the producers, and these guys are very smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so smart. Yeah, they're all like they Harvard all guys. They all psychology. And they, and they <laughs> kind of you know how to manipulate you. Yep, they for Iago sure. you, and they get they in like your ear. Robert like Robert Greene hey. to everything. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> number one, that. And number two, um, even if you want to be the nice guy, they can cut it in a way to make you yep, look how totally. they want to. 100%. So how did you come off on the show? Like uh, a the person police are coming for you, by the way. <laughs> um, I had a lot of different <laughs> takes. Um, what you should never do when you're ever written up or anything is like ever read the blog posts of like audience and like fans. So some I'm of I'm a comic, so YouTube, y- I get yeah. it. Yes. So or the Instagram, some, the Laugh Factor Instagram. Some people like oh, I'm like, some don't read the comments. The, I'll, I'll highlight the positive. So <laughs> some people thought I was very courageous, very sweet, showed a lot of kindness, and like was able to empathize to a lot of people because I got bullied a lot on the show. Yeah, mm. bullied, what does that mean? Um, what was people that go- like ganged up on him. People ganged up on like me just and whispered? stereotyped me a little bit. I want to say this is before the whole racism and the whole Me Too oh, thing Oh, so they could everything. say Asian <laughs> jokes and get They're away with like, it. They're like, yeah, you're the Asian girl, so we're going to make you the villain. We're going to make you like the super aggressive Were the other women white that yes, were left I over? I was the only Asian Really? <laughs> yeah. You poor thing. I yeah. know. I know. For them to like... They're like, we you want out. you to be like Cheyenne, who was a total bitch. And I'm like, I am, but I'm not. Yeah. You know, I I only show that card when it's necessary. I only yeah. do it like if someone's being totally inappropriate, I'll be like, you know what? Not cool. Yeah. Selective bitch. I'm a selective bitch mode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. turn Relatable. it on all the time. I don't want to. And if I do, it's because you asked for it. Yeah. yeah. So what was your undoing from the show in terms of what got you out? Was it a challenge or was it because you didn't do it? Um, do you have any regrets? It was regrets? at the, it was at the end. I didn't win the last immunity challenge. I was so close yeah. and I didn't win. And I was trying my hardest to make an alliance with these girls. And I knew from day one that they made an alliance. And I was just like, I'm it. I'm the one that's next to go. And they're like, yep, that's how it is. They're like, Christina, you, you, you know, you came off as a really good player. You're really strong. If you would have beaten that challenge, we knew that you probably would have won. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. Damn uh, it. <laughs> man, that's got to be so tough. I know. But, but when you're that level, I mean, they still bring you around. Don't they have a reunion show or after the Survivor? They and did. Yeah. Yeah. It was so how great. much how much more fumes did you kind of like ride on after Survivor? It, it was closed? crazy. Like um, right after that, I had a manager, talent manager, like scout me out. She's like, cool. "You're you're pretty, and you're talented. You should be an actress." And I was like. Oh, that's funny. I'm not really an actress. <laughs> I, I went you to school for journalism, but okay. You weren't even interested? I I mean, I was like, sure, I'll do it. I did theater in sure. in like middle school and, and high school, but I w- didn't aggressively go for it, only because my parents didn't really support it. And sure. your parents, are they classic, like, Tiger Mom-ish, sort ish? of? Yeah. A little bit. Like, my dad is more Americanized, super modern, but, like, my mom, she just didn't support that at all. Yeah. She like I think when I was like 19, I got scouted by a Ford modeling agency, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Don't do that. 
like really you like you have to really pay attention to your education i'm glad she said that yeah because it's true for looks sure. do fade yes so and plus they told me i was a little chubby and i need to lose <laughs> 10 pounds so jesus christ it's insane yeah it was insane so i was like okay whatever and i i did it i was on a few stuff but it really didn't um i think i got frustrated with acting because yeah. a lot of time a I lot of people do yeah i was typecasted yeah. a lot this was before when yeah. the whole thing of whitewash oscar blah blah sure. blah you could only play like one of two asian oh, roles i was the trophy wife or yeah. i played the hostess or the nail girl and i was like i'm korean i don't know <laughs> why i'm the nail girl yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i have had those situations and i did not put it on my imdb because it was kind of <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> and so you were doing that for how and so you kept with it for a while or were you just kind of I, halfway I, I, in? Uh, I was like I think I was halfway in I the whole time I was like at my place I was like this doesn't feel right but I love this industry I love creating and mm -hmm. um, I think because back I had my bachelor's and I had my bachelor's in advertising but um, my associate was in journalism I've always wanted to write stories so that mm -hmm. was the part that I was really passionate about sure. and Many times I would go on set and I'll read the copy and I'll read the sides and I'm like, who wrote this? This yeah. is terrible. It's like yeah. shocking how often that happens. Yeah, and I'm like, happened. people don't talk like this. Were I you do commercials never too? This. Yeah, same I do thing with commercials. commercials too. Do, you, do you do go commercials? Uh, I've written a couple commercials, so I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm that yeah. person that's like usually reading them, going, who the fudge wrote this and why am yeah. I not getting paid more? <laughs> well, you know, when I went in in my um, undergrad, I wanted to be a copywriter. Yeah. And I did not get a copywriter job. I ended up being a communication planner instead, which basically talked to vendors about where you can do the advertisement placements. And uh, anyways, that's so you really were like boring. copywriter adjacent. You I were like so to. close. I wanted to so badly. Yeah. I, think I really wanted to be a creative director, but I was like, mm. I didn't go to art school, but I had this idea. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that didn't happen. And then I, it took me a while to understand that I wanted to be a producer. And I think because I was a recruiter, I started working with a lot of the studios, mm -hmm. and I was. How did you first become a producer? How? Because how, I think a lot of people, you you want to be a producer because it sounds it's the coolest. Man, there's no, a I million think a lot routes of to that. It. I think a, a, so. Like one of my mentors, he was an actor, uh -huh. but he noticed a lot of people behind the camera were effing up. Yeah. And and then he was just really smart and just was able to figure it out in movie magic, budget, scheduling, everything process it's really about being organized how mm -hmm. to communicate type a well that it's and a lot of organization there's like different types of producers how about like a line producer line maybe producer too. Mm -hmm. but also like um, there's creative, creative producers process, but also how you communicate with people mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. able to deflect those situations and also how to create solutions too at the same time it's a management I mean, position it's a management position mm -hmm. it really is it's yeah so how did you get your first position yeah of course how did you get your first producer job um I was a host on a docu-series concept that I was um, trying to put together. And I didn't know that the, what I was doing was producing. Yeah. So they had me on. They're like, you would be great because you were a talent because I was on Survivor and everything. Yeah. You have all this clout, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, great. And I was like looking at it. And then I was looking at the team behind it. And I was like, why are they doing it this way? This makes no sense. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't mean to be like I'm better than them but I think I might be better than them yeah and, and like I was a little frustrated I was like why am I the smartest person here mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I started creating some solutions and and then it started coming with ideas and how to put it together and then all of a sudden I'm putting a pitch package and before mm -hmm. you know I'm taking it to rooms to ABC and like other 
studios and I was like, oh shoot, I'm a producer. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. And um, it was a natural fit for you. Mm-hmm. It was a natural fit. And um, I'm really good at, and I didn't know that producing is also part of recruiting. I'm really good at mm-hmm. identifying people who are really good putting at Putting together a good team. Putting a good team. Is totally. that what mostly a producer is, would you yeah, say, putting together a good team and delegating? It's really important. And making sure that they know what they're doing and you support them. That's yeah. that's also the part of it. It's like you're a cheerleader. You're like, I support you. I see your vision. Mm-hmm. This is what. You, what can I do for you? A good producer. So you can succeed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that's a good me. producer. I, I yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And the bad news is like, so we were doing the budgets and we had to. Um, how do you feel about this art department? I love you. Yeah. <laughs> having to give having what to give bad steal? news. <laughs> yeah. That's a big part of being a producer. I know. I Communicating hate. bad news. Yeah, you and know, and you were the lead producer on this sh- on this docu series. Um, I eventually became one. Wow! And then it led into other projects where they're like, "Hey, we have this uh, documentary. Can you raise money?" I'm like, "I know rich people. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, yeah, um, talking to rich people. Yeah, Another big I aspect can, of I can, producing. I can find that. How much do you need? So I yeah. found <coughs> a, a few thousands of dollars to yeah, put yeah. into it. That's really and cool. then, um. So that got funded, and then I got it to a few places, and they were like, oh, that's really cool. And then I was like, oh, so this is what producing is about. And then I decided while I was doing my recruiting corporate job, um, I wasn't doing a good job as a recruiter for my clients or to the company I was working for because I was putting it all into my passion projects I was doing for free that I wasn't getting paid. And then I finally decided that... um, if I really, really want to do this, mm. I need to jump all in and give everything up yeah. and mm. start all over. And it was like the scariest thing when I've ever done. When was this? What done. year was this? <sighs> I mean, I went in and out a few times because I was a total puss. Because it's scary. It. Scary. Sw- yeah. Oh, so scary. You're in your 30s. Uh, also, you have to do your life completely over. It was yeah. like three years ago. Yeah. No, so. I remember because I'd met you actually yeah. probably, what, four years ago? Yeah, Around three, four years ago. Four years yeah. ago. And yeah. you... You were. I didn't know that you were applying to AFI. To AFI yeah, right? yeah. So and I didn't know. Change. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even know how competitive it. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know Very how competitive. competitive it was to get into it. And I didn't even think I was going to get in at yeah. all. I missed the deadline for USC. I felt at the time that USC Stark program would have been a better fit because I'm very business centric and I'm like I'd be a great executive producer because I haven't really been too much on the ground. I was going to say AFI is more on the creative side I would say wouldn't you? Um, Like making the movies? Well the program is more of like the line producing program. I think my class is where we really breached out and say we are creative producers. We really want to develop things. Right. At the time during my class, they were trying to identify what that was all about. I was doing it on the sign without even knowing that's what that's what you were supposed to do. So yeah. I was developing a script sure. with one of my friends. Yeah. And um, big difference between a creative producer and just yeah. someone who's just literally getting the stuff made and getting yeah. It and done. then finding IPs like things that I thought were interesting, like books and and yeah. that's mm-hmm. actually how I found one of my mentor was. I read a book and I was like, this is an incredible book. They should make a movie out of this. Who oh has wow. the rights to this? Before I even, I even had the class about mm. where you're supposed to obtain rights and everything. Right. And then I looked it up and then I called him up and he ended up being a really awesome person. Yeah. So, yeah. Also wow. being a go getter. You, you can't important. talk about what that book is, though, because that's still. Uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. I wonder if I can. It's. Uh, well, he already has the rights to it, so it's called Station Eleven. Uh-huh. I did my um, adaptation project on it. No one's ever going to see it. 
um, because you're not allowed to. It's it's locked in AFI, but that's how oh, I wow. called my. So that was your thesis project. That was but no, that, that was my thesis. That was a class project. Class project okay. for an adaptation. And then oh. when I called him up, he was like impressed that I found out it was him, and then I cold called him. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know he was going to answer his like email. I was like, why would? I think th- I think my building's on fire right now. You know, usually there are sirens and <laughs> you don't this hear them, but that's, that's insane. Tonight has been nuts. Um, so okay, so it's another day in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so just another you, day. you graduate, you're working on your own projects. Yeah. Now it, it is interesting when you're talking about the line producer, creative producer thing. For some reason, maybe it's this is business. What's the fuck I going don't know. On? That's like uh, not a normal but, siren. Uh, they're getting a cat out of <laughs> 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 on, a, on a rooftop at sure that's um, a shelter. Um, alert. But they always delineate the difference between a sort of like technical producer and a creative producer. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't be both. It's just I rare. Think there are, there's very rare that actually can wear two hats. Mm-hmm. And those and are like. And you can, it seems like. Uh, I like to think I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I, I have. I've been very blessed with amazing people that have guided me mm-hmm. through this process. And people are like, how did you, how did that all happen? I'm like, honestly, I really believe in the law of attraction. It sounds very hokey, Not but at all. It, like you have to manifest it. You have to have your. Affirmation. I'm tripping Kayla, out. You have a you vision do. board. I, I don't have a vision board. I I don't I don't do that. But I'm big into it too. And I even Journaling. I was. Yeah. I'm a big journaler. Me I'm a too. big meditator. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's funny that tonight of all nights I'm on his podcast with another female filmmaker and oh, I'm like that. digging this so hard right now. Are you a writer? I am. I'm oh, a, that's great. I went to school for direct. I went to film school for directing. You're a director? I've yeah. been looking for female directors. Hook, no idea. See, law of oh. attraction. This it's has been on my vision board for months. You guys talk amongst yourself Let's a little collaborate. bit. <laughs> so I went to film school in North Carolina. Nice. North Carolina School of the Arts. Yeah, North Carolina is a good program. Yeah, really mm-hmm. good program. Yep. Um, and I never planned on going into directing. I went into it thinking I was going to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of fell in my lap because you get to do all of the assignments. You know, you produce yeah. something, you edit something, you know, you do everything. That's great. Really yeah. awesome program. Yeah. Cannot recommend it enough. Mm-hmm. That's how I know Tommy. Tommy and I went to film school together. I knew you went to film school with Tommy. Yeah, Wake I was well. older than he was. I was a couple years above him. And I didn't know him. He got me the job here. And I was like, oh, my God. He, I know, you, like, I knew great. of him because yeah, we went to the yeah. same school. So uh, it just kind of fell in my lap, and I was the only woman accepted into the directing program. That's phenomenal. Yeah, and oh, um, for your undergrad. For my undergrad, that so I have a bachelor incredible. of fine arts. Have you thought in about going to the DWW AFI program? I ha- haven't. I don't. My thing. It's free. If it's free, yeah, I'll AFI, do it. Okay. There's I'm no argument. A shout out no free. argument there. Shout out to AFI. It actually <laughs> was on my it was on my radar recently. Someone mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, that's cool. You can apply for next year. You, yeah. The well, applications are due in October. Well, I'll let me do it. let me ask you about let me ask you about the the state of filmmaking now. Sure. sure. Because there's so many um, platforms and so many venues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's so I mean you know I have the iPhone 10 not to press. Wow. But so many people. <laughs> Name drop. You can just um, make a movie on, on your, your iPhone. Yeah, that's that what Sean Baker did. Super, and it's happening yeah. more and more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that is that cutting out the need for programs that teach you how to make films because you have such an easy I mean, process. I, I think the most error? important part is that a lot of people don't know is. Like, you can have the equipment, you can shoot things and everything, you can make it really cool, but it goes down to the bottom line is you need a good story, story. you need a good script. Storytelling. Yeah. People are like, oh, I can show the imagery, I can do this, and the actors can do that, and models. I'm like, no, dude, you just made a music video, you <laughs> yes. nimwat. Like, yeah, really? and even that, the good ones <laughs> tell stories. Yeah, yes. the good ones tell stories. The good story. ones tell stories. Yeah. So even then, you need to understand visual storytelling. 
and good editing. The editing can also help cultivate and save the that process. That made or bra- it. broke my movies yeah. in college. Was yeah. a good editor. Good yeah. editor having that great symbiotic like you know cohesive like mm-hmm. communication flow from all departments. Totally. Have it. That's like a perfect marriage. Yeah. That doesn't always happen in filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> the importance to me for the for going to film school was basically lear- like getting taught good habits. Because mm-hmm. I'm on so many sets now, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're shooting this out of order. You're crossing the line. Discipline. Just bare discipline of, yep. like, this is how it's supposed to be done. And even I, I look at it like if you go to school for classical you know, uh, music, yeah. and then you're going out and you're making pop songs. You know, you still learn, like, the there's classical. A formula there's a formula process. to it yeah. of how yeah. things should be done in a safe way. Because that's the other thing. There's been a lot of, like, injuries and accidents sure. and things that are happening right. because people don't know what they're doing. A lot so of people don't. A lot of reasons I think that There's it's worth smart it. Smart people, but do your research. Yeah. Well, I, I, f- I feel like making a move, making an indie, and I've made a, l- a lot. I'm sure of you've made yeah. a ton. Uh, but uh, and some of them I'm proud of. Some. <laughs> one sure. of them. Oh, you know what? I'll just drop some. I'll just drop a a, a, a thing I've never told anyone before. <gasps> drop it. Drop it. So I, I was still in grad school during this. What were you going to grad school for? Oh, uh, for acting. Oh, okay, cool. NYU. You have you a master's. Wow. Oh, my God. So Very I'm cool. Grad, so I think I'm like my first, second year, whatever. And there's this woman, this photographer, actress named Anna Thompson, who at one point had some sort of fame-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was doing a film with Amos Kolick. Now, I don't know if you know Amos Kolick. He was the son familiar. of Teddy Kolick, who was the mayor of Jerusalem. Wow. Okay. I might be wrong about that. Okay. But uh, <laughs> and Amos had sort of made... A name for himself. It's so crazy how loud it is. Ellie's a dangerous place. That's what this usually is, I do at like late night. This is a dangerous anyway, um, place. <laughs> uh, he made a name for himself uh, <laughs> making these kind of really weird independent films. And yeah. they were sort of not cinema veritas. Yeah. But they were just sort of, he would mix He would mix actors with real people. Sure. And yeah. sometimes you know, wouldn't know. So this is a film about prostitutes. And it's called Fiona. And it's on my IMDb. And... <laughs> and I'm supposed to be a rube from like from like Texas who's coming in. He's like, uh-huh. hey, you know, I've never been with two women before. And, and, <laughs> so and been we do this whole yeah. <laughs> we, we do this whole <laughs> ladies, and we do this whole like <laughs> setup. And uh, so I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm with Anna, who's a professional actress, and a crack whore. Uh-huh. Now, I don't want to diminish her, but she is. But she's really is a bona fide. A bona fide she does prostitute. She's wow. prostituting and doing crack. And so he's like, okay, just don't. We'll do the whole setup because it's supposed to be a, a romance between me and, and Anna Thompson. But they wanted to set up the threesome. So, so just start going and we'll tell you to cut <laughs> at right. some point. So we're like, uh, and I'm kind of like it. nuzzling. I'm not even like kissing, I'm like nuzzling. Uh. Yeah. Crack whore <laughs> gets down on <laughs> her knees and straight up. Zip starts blowing me no yes. like really. stop wow like really b- and i because this because you're such a good actor <laughs> this is no but this is why like the whole thing with harvey Weinstein. that like people are like why did these women like i get it because you're like i want to be a team player i want to uh-huh. be i want to be like i can't i can't yell cut uh-huh. i can't say this is inappropriate you're just kind of like yeah um, you so just kind of take and it you're like it's cold so <laughs> So she and of course yeah of course nothing's going on it's a it's a it's a yeah there's a lot of people watching so um eventually after a while and I felt like it was minutes it was probably thirty seconds he calls cut and then she like gets up and she goes into the bathroom and I'm going like (laughs) I'm in shock you know I'm 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 how old are you at this twenty. Whoa! No, I'm like I'm 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 19. Jeez, Bill. Bill, you're like, did I get an STD? 
So I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, 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 <laughs> Jesus, like literally. That's so. So I go. What I go. What did you? I go. What? What was? And they're like, don't. And then they're like, here's the waiver. Can you sign the waiver? Because <laughs> yeah, we're about to get sued. And I go, what did you? What? What did you shoot? He goes, it's us from here up. He goes, the, the, the shots from here up. And I go, you promise? He goes, I promise. You didn't even read the waiver. Oh. Did and you? I and I was dating a girl at the time. No. And this is like a big, like it was like a third lead for a Ladies big film with a big director. So a good I, man Bill is. I go, I go, and I call her. So devoted. I call her. I think at the time it was like a payphone, you know oh. what I mean, or something like maybe I'm like like the block. I, yeah. I call her. I go, how you guys? Like, well, I just shot that the the thing, and I just burst into tears. Oh, Billy I bur- boy! I burst into tears, and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, this girl's <laughs> It was so. Dumb. Wow. Was, uh, well, this is your me react- too moment. Was she, was she mad or was no, she? No, no. She was. She, she was, was cool. Just like, well, yeah. What happens? Like, you, this girl just started like, you know, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to. Um, she was cool about. It. She was a very cool girl. Um, wow. Anyway, uh, and she's also actually, uh, I can say her name. Her name is Adrian Hurd. Her sister is Michelle Hurd, who's a pretty famous actress. Her mm-hmm. her dad, um, last name Hurd, did a bunch of Cassavetti's films. So wow. she grew up in. She's the, in that uh, scene. She knows the, the deal. Scene forever, yeah. you know. So I mean, she was. She actually told me when we were dating. I said something about Bill Cosby. She goes, Bill Cosby's a piece of shit. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, he, he tried to fuck my sister. She oh. knew she things. Seven, she was an extra on the Cosby show. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And she told me the story, and she's not. She You're was like, no jellos ever again. So yes. I wrote a, I wrote a blog. No I was writing a blog for Laugh Factory. I wrote a blog about how, no how way. there's an inverse uh. relationship between how clean a comic you are and how a big piece of shit you are. Yeah. And I mentioned Bill Cosby, and so many people are like, how could Your you? Your career will be ruined. Yeah. Remove yeah. that. Wow. I remove yeah. that. And to this day, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, that would have been your. Anyway. Yeah. So the point wow. is that the independent, fi- but this is a huge segue from that. So the independent I mean, film great scene, story, but that's fucked, the, dude. The film ended up winning awards. Anyway, you look at the movie. Oh, you're a part of an award-winning film. That's great. If you can find the movie on some whatever bullshit. It's called Fiona. Uh, the shot is like this. The shot of me getting mm-hmm. like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it really does. The show. camera operator was like, "Yeah, the we're just gonna." Went down, <laughs> zoomed in, went back up. Wow! So he lied to me about keeping. You know, it. most people have to suck dicks to get that, but yeah, you found a way yeah. around that. And of course, the thing that made me most self-conscious was like, I wasn't even hard. Yeah, that's I a know, lot. It was like, it was like, ew. Yeah, it's like when you're at the gym and you're you got shrinkage. You're like, no, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll take your word for it, Bill. So yeah. the point is, but he made a, a you know, it just cold. it was very, it was very shot cold. like. <laughs> hap, half hazard and half dash and, and end up winning awards. So, uh, and this is also in like what, 2000 or something like that. So, yeah. if you're, um, if you have the availability now with all this stuff, I mean, what do you think the uh, the future of, of filmmaking is? Like, do you think it's, do you think stories mm. are getting better or getting worse? Do you think it's becoming more important to have a better story? Or do you think that it's more about the, uh, the cachet of having something that's different and unique? Well, I, I think it really depends, and it's interesting because, like, you kind of put into the whole Me Too aspect. I think th- it's such a funny era about it because I'm not – the reason why I say this is because the whole thing with the whole Me Too thing is it's not only just for women, but I also think it's also for men, too. Like, sure. I've, I've heard stories about men who've been yeah. completely violated by women. Yep. And I think it's really unfair to say Especially actors and stuff, just because yeah, you're in that place. I've actually seen it with my guy friends. Yep who been completely violated. Yep. Like I had a friend who was a producer who was, I'll never say his name because I respect him, yeah. that he had a th- uh, female financier who was far more older than him mm-hmm. and, and said that if you don't kiss me, 
we're done. And yeah. he called me. Well, that was like the whole Weinstein. He's like, I think I just got Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> and Weinstein just became a verb. Yep. And I felt so bad because he was actually really serious about yeah. how violated he felt. And Dude, I it happens to both genders for yeah, sure. Yeah, and that I kind burst into happens. laughter. I shouldn't have done that. That was terrible. But it, I think the way how he had it was very sure, comical. Sure, he said I've been Weinsteined. I've been Weinsteined, and I thought it was comical. But well, you really also got to, you know, as you know, we you got to use humor to, to deal with this. To deal with the it. Horror. And a lot yeah. of men, too, I don't think they, just like I think a lot of women, like we didn't realize how fucked up that was. Yeah. I think it's even more so with men. They're like, oh, that was cool. There was just, it was a, she was just hitting on me. And you're like, no, that was really fucked. She basically threatened your job. She if you didn't sleep with, you know what I mean? Of like financing any of his projects if Whoa. he did not kiss her at all. Let me just say that she's 30 years older than him too yes. on top of it. So he like looked at her. He thought that everything he was doing was a very like, you know, kind of a momish auntie yes. persona. And then it came out to be like, I'm the aunt that wanted to feel. Yeah. That's really interesting, too, because I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of men who are older. Sure. And they kind of and I don't want to name names, but, you know, there's there's a comedy talent manager who was really huge not so long ago mm-hmm. who still, you know, takes women out like I'm going to help you out. And, and he, he doesn't he it's doesn't the do the thing. He doesn't like rub the thigh or. Or or push them against a wall or do that, but he f- gets like a corner table it's at a fancy restaurant right. and he talks to them about his career and his life and then he brings them around famous comics and mm-hmm. um, so it's very like a soft me too that he does uh, yeah that's yeah. definitely you know I mean he just waits for them to sort of say wow that was fun yeah and then then he's progressive now that I've dates. given you all this stuff what are you gonna do for it's me a lot he, d- of work. He, does, he never says that you don't it's have to it just becomes very clear <laughs> that at a certain point when you go no you're like and that's it he's not gonna do anything for me is he after that no and that happens no. I will say this as, as a man uh, it happens it does happen it's happened to me a lot particularly in the gay community I was gonna mention that as well oh, men and men with you yeah and I'll I'll, I'll oh. uh it's a whole God, other I ballpark. Like, I feel like I want to say the guy's name. I'm no, not say you his name. shouldn't. You shouldn't. But he's have a, to. he's a big producer. He was a, he was a big agent uh, at one point, and he kept telling all my friends I was just out of school, and he was like, hey, "Have Bill call me. I like him. He was with Innovator, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in New York, and, I'm, and he was at, uh, at New York. That was really big. I go, have him call me. Have him call me. Have him call me. I never did. And then he, I saw him. He said, "Hey, you got to call me on Monday. Let's talk." Yeah, cool. yeah. I call him. Uh huh. And he goes. Hey Bill, what's up? I go. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Blank. Uh, what are you up to, Bill? Oh, I'm just I'm just rollerblading Central Park. It's a beautiful day. Okay, cool. Cool. What's up? Yeah. Uh, well, I y- you told me to call you. Yeah, you called me. So why'd you call me? Uh. What do you, What do you mean? And then he did this. Well, why'd you call me, Bill? Oh. I go. Because uh, wha- you, wha- you told me. To he goes. Yeah, I know. I told you, but you called me. So why'd you call me? And I go. Well, I ca- called you about maybe working together. You know, I know. I'm just trying to get you to be clear about your point of view. You got in this business, and he went into this whole rant about how you're supposed Ooh. to act a certain way in this business, <laughs> be clear about your intentions. Right. And then he goes, "We'll you're set up like, a meeting." This is your 19-year-old we'll self. Se- <laughs> we'll go set up a meeting. You know. Yeah. So yeah. go to the assistant, set up a meeting, and I'm like, "Is this meeting really going to happen?" He goes, "Oh yeah, of course it will." I go, "Uh huh, really?" He goes, "Yeah, okay, of course." Cancel the meeting, um, like the next day. Oh, Richie's going to. Whoa! I just said his first name. He's gonna be. <laughs> we don't know the <laughs> last name. Dick. We don't know the last name. He's a very well-known producer. And anyway, and so the point is, it does happen. But I also feel like 
as a man, your safety is rarely in concern. That's a it's huge a different, difference. It's a bit of a, a difference. Woman. I yeah, mean, where I, you're like, wow, I, this guy's a lot bigger than me. Yeah. And uh, this is a little I've, I've had situations where it has happened to me. and But I've been smart enough to be like kiboshing and be like, no, what is it? Are you here for business or do you want to date me? I'm very straight up with it. Yeah, you Maybe have to that's be. that's why I'm not so successful yet. But I, I, I don't know. Do you think I, it, you think it I honestly think is so. an impediment think, to success people, as think, a female? Well, I think for some. Did I screw that up? You though? just ruined the whole podcast. Oh Great. Now I have to start over. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's no. fine. Did I, did no, it's good. It's good. Make sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think I had a few that, and, and the ones who have already been listed on the whole, like, Me Too category. Yeah. Ratner. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I met him on a client meeting. and. What, you um, met who? Someone you can't name. That I just she just did. did. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Brett Ratner. Oh, classic. Yeah. I think you safely name him. him. Nothing happened, and he was like, "Cool." And he like called it a day. Well, here, yeah. here's something that I because I, I called it out. Gotta be straightforward. I, I, straight I know what's going on here. I called it out, and he was like, "I respect you," and that's the game that you need to play. And I was I, I and like when the whole Harvey Steen Weinstein thing happened. I read this Medium article from this model. She was like, I was in Cannes, and then I saw Harvey, and we were having a good time, and we were drinking champagne. And he was like, come to my come to my hotel room, and, and like, I will, you know, we could discuss Give you a big part of the movie. and everything. Yeah. And I was like, girl, if you're going to a dude's hotel room. A very like, fat and ugly dude. Like, after <laughs> midnight, what the H? What so the do you F? Th- or do you th- think it's going to happen? That's a really interesting After hours. And she confessed it all on her blog. And I was like, I can't feel sorry for you. I literally cannot feel sorry for you. Yeah. Because you It wasn't that manipulative. For it. Because it was like, and you want someone to feel sorry for you? I don't feel sorry for you. Because you asked for it. You knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. You had five bottles of champagne with him in his limo. You guys were partying. You were having a good time. And it's past midnight. And you're going to his hotel room. You really hear him talk, talk about business? Yeah. Yeah. It's either you're really dumb or you Which knew what you're... Which is a possibility. There's some it possibility be, there. Or you knew exactly what you're getting but yourself But you wanted into. to play. You that's, wanted that's to such play. A, that's such a slippery slope, too. Uh, did you hear about what happened with the the head of Warner Brothers, the guy, an Asian guy? Mm-mm. Oh. Um, I don't know why... Look, I'm liberal. Look, they're getting And him. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of everything. I'm a big fan of everything that's happening progressively in the world. But it does piss me off that the media cherry picks what they want to present to the world. As well, what's they're happening. telling a story too, just like everything yeah. else. Because uh, there is this woman; she's mm-hmm. an actress who was having an affair with the head of Warner Brothers, head of WB, that was arranged by Brett Ratner. Oh. Brett he's Ratner. not he someone you want arranged. Oh. So this a- married Asian man uh-huh. was having an affair with this young actress, uh-huh. and um, she basically. They have all these texts of her saying, you know, you got me audition for blah, 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 but I feel like I need better auditions, and I really don't want to talk to anyone about our relationship, honey, mm-hmm. dot, dot, you know, and she basically she was just manipulating. spent y- y- years threatening him, like, if you don't get me more work, I'm going to tell everyone. I'm going to reveal this. And tell your wife and all this stuff. And he oh. kept saying, like, hey. So she, like, catfished him in a way. Well, she, 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 yeah. tra- she so, turned the tables. And that came out, and this guy got, f- I mean, the head of the company got fired and was in the news for a second. But it was not aligned with the agenda that the media wants to. There's know, a lot of those out there. Yeah. So it, it, it's sort of a weird thing. When I, when I, I actually wrote on Facebook the story that I told you guys about the, the agent. 
And I had women attack me, say, this is about us. Why are you trying to co-opt our thing? And I just don't no, that there's a I problem goes, there. I think there has to be for both. I think that's completely sexist to say that because I have seen it with my guy friends. Not saying that women don't get enough of They do. I've dealt with it. But I've also seen it, too, on the other side. And I think it's completely unfair yeah. as well. I think, if anything, we all, both sexes, need to respect each other. Yeah. We really do. I've seen it from the other side where a woman has Jeez, been, I thought you turned your ringer off. I did. <laughs> um, go ahead. No, it's a good I point though because I think that a lot of uh, we need to respect each other. We do, and we, we need to really stand up do. for each other. I never understand this this standpoint of something bad happened to me, and I so. But if it happens to you, it's not a, it's nothing. You know what I mean? It's like if right. anything, if this happened to me and it was horrible, I don't want this to happen to anybody. I don't right. want anybody to go through what I went through. Exactly. Man, woman, child, it doesn't matter. I don't want you guys to have to experience that too. Yeah, I and I think that like kind of like segues into like dating perspective of mm-hmm. why. Perfect. Thank oh you. Oh <laughs> Jesus, I'm so bored with all this so damn long. business talk. I'm Let's get saying. to dating. I, I'm, That's I'm why Caitlin's saying. here for fuck's I'm sake. Just like the Great reason segue. why for dating like you know it goes to both sides and everything like men need to know their parts and women need to know their parts I, I i think that what's what's really weird right now is that men are scared of certain women and women are scared of men like today i was at the gym and this man like rushed through the stairs and he went over and he opened the door for me and i was like this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool and i looked at him and i looked him in the eye and i said thank you uh-huh. yeah. thank you so much and he was like you're welcome uh-huh. thank you for being so nice and I was like thank you for uh-huh. opening the door that was awesome yeah I wanted to encourage him was yeah. that the end of the conversation did he say Can yeah coffee? I, I wanted to go work out I had, it, like, oh, I had, uh, it, I had it like you know I then he was like why did I open the door for that bitch she's gone yeah no, rude I wanted him to feel good that yes. he opened the yes. door yes encourage nice and behavior like, gentlemen but I did but I my thing you my argument with that you. is I open the door for anybody Right. It's just polite. It's just polite to go, oh, I'm, here you go. Let me open right. the door for you. Yeah, and to totally. me, like manners really doesn't need to be gender specific. I think we need to be nicer to people. We just people. need to be nicer to yes. people. We need to be nicer to people. Yeah. And then people who are assholes, they need to know that they're being assholes. You know what's interesting <laughs> about that, too, is the, the idea of the friend zone, which is such a, uh, a negative word for men. Oh, I got friend zone. I got friend zone. I got friend All that means is that you are nice with a woman who you, you never made a move have a on. Chest. Well, but you could possibly have a chance. I will. I will. But you don't know that because you're never going to make the because move. Because you're only thinking. But even if you make the wrong thing, I yes. would argue that you can friend zone mm-hmm. after m- move has been made, where you just go. I, I've done this where I've gone out with someone because I'm like, oh, I really like you, but there's like no, there's no spark. There's no like, I don't want to fuck you. Basically, Here's at the end a success of the day. story. I've had. I've been to three weddings for my friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how did you guys meet? We were friends. Yes. Oh, for sure. For five, ten years. Yep. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing yep. sexual. We're strictly platonic. Yeah. But he was such a good friend. Yeah. Because you build my you, ex the same way that I was with for a long time. That comes out of it. Yeah. We were friends for a while. Exactly. Build that trust. But then I get really drunk. Then no, <laughs> then in fact, we didn't drink. But wedding. yeah, yeah, and then Sucker. you wait for that moment. Just kidding. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker. So uh, your your podcast, single AF. Yes. Um, what is the gist? Is the idea of that podcast that you are claiming being single as a as a mode of empowerment, or you're saying it's bad or good? What is your point of view on it? It's it basically the podcast. So me and my co-host Nick. It's just as we're going through this journey of of finding a partner. 
we're sharing like every week. Are you, we've got are you really looking for one? I, I mean, yes and no. I think you'd be a great fun. guest. That'd yeah, I think you would. And same with you, Bill, because uh, basically it's just, you know, these are the things that we're going through in life. Like, okay, this week I, I friend zone, I friend zone somebody who I really want to be friends with, but I think he's upset with me. You know, we're just literally going through the trenches of, of these experiences that we have. And we literally just catch our audience up. We're very open about the things that we go through and the things that we're doing. And, oh, I fucked up. I'd said this, but I shouldn't have. I know that I, you know, it's just sharing all these things. And the last episode, we actually talked about friend zoning because I did that to somebody who I'd gone on a date with and they were mad at me, these two men on the podcast, because they said I was leading this guy on. I kissed him and then I put him in the friend zone. And I was like, yeah, but how do you know if you I've don't do it? I you know, like I tried. I, I liked That's him. Okay. I gave him a That's shot. I gave him a shot. I didn't feel any like, you know, sexual connection with him yeah. at all. But I love hanging out with him. So I said, if you yeah. want to still be friends, I'm down for that. And if you don't, I respect your space. Yeah, totally. But, you know, that's a tough one for people. And. You know, there's just that's you can ego. That's, that's ego. That's totally ego up the wazoo. Well, you cannot say like, like, oh, why didn't I do that? If anything, people don't think about like the grand prize at the end of like what would happen. Like, I think yeah. I made out with a few guy friends, and then we realized we're better friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than it's really anything else. It's and best it's, when it's you actually both better that way. When you both go, yeah, we're better off as friends. But usually, nine times out of ten, I feel like there's one person who had a little more hope going into that makeout session than the yeah. other person. Oh yeah, and that's where it can and get a little tricky. And then they're not there anymore. And you're like. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a tough. I mean, I don't really think about it much anymore because I'm an old man now. <laughs> but uh, when I <laughs> yeah, was so old. in my twenties, <laughs> you know, I was a yoga teacher in my twenties. That doesn't um, surprise me at all. I don't know if that's a compliment. In a good way. No, <laughs> I can see that. I can I totally see that. Yoga instructor, and part I of the reason totally I I ditched. Well, looked at a lot. Part of the reason why you weren't a pervy yogi. Part of the reason why I quit is because I saw so many of these man bun, Perverts. fucking pseudo enlightened pieces yeah. of shit walking Perverts. around. I'm a male feminist. Just, <laughs> you know, there's a guy barely doing downward dog, like shaking his and belly. The and then there's a girl who's like a, a ballet dancer since two doing the perfect. Who are they he's going like to behind help? Behind her, grabbing her hips. I'm like. Motherfucker, you don't need to adjust her. She's in a perfect position. <laughs> totally. This guy is sweating pools of fucking <laughs> totally. pools. Totally. Help that oh fat fuck right totally. there. That is good. And it made me, it made me so. That's some good material. It. it made me so mad. And but maybe the, she liked it. And the thing, oh, I mean, you know, hey. sure, whatever. <laughs> you know, these yoga guys, are, they're hot. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but like with Bikram and all that stuff, like, oh mm -hmm. my God, Bikram. I'm like, yeah, that happens everywhere. All mm -hmm. these yoga yeah. teachers yeah. are fucking scumbags. Mm -hmm. yeah. I actually got in a fight. Sexually when assaulting women every day. When I was every when minute. I was in Europe, I, I got in a, 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 a Twitter fight because I wasn't getting late, so I got in a, a <laughs> sure a Twitter. Well, you're not getting late. Wait, you go but on you Twitter were, fight. I'm sorry, That's but couldn't you just buy sex? <laughs> weren't you in Amsterdam? I've never done that. I will never do that. <laughs> I did walk around the red light district. Now, if, just to if, get a glimpse. I don't know if you guys ever done the red light district. Um, I have. I, uh, in I mean, Amsterdam. It, I'd heard about it. You're not it. supposed to put your video. You're not supposed you, to videotape. You had to take I, a sh oh, picture. Yeah, they call you lesbian. They knock like fuck you, bitch. What are you doing? I was like, bitch? I support lesbians. Oh my god. <laughs> they call you lesbian. <laughs> she called me a lesbian. They would open like the door and insult. like chase it people. It was so insulting because I I have a lot of girlfriends who are lesbians. Yeah. Yeah, they're good people. That's so they don't take photos. That's what she called me, and I was like, "You lesbian? Like, like, okay, not. yeah, cool, thanks." I think she was beautiful. Oh no, they were calling. They were just saying, "Bitch!" But the women stand there like Barbie dolls in the case with yeah. the red frame, really? frame in the doorway. Yeah. Just stand there. And these, by the way, these women—it's weird. They like stand there as a case. They're but attractive. once you take a picture, they run after they you. They run out. They run out and they like come after your phone. They're like, "I'm gonna smash it." Yeah, yeah. And, Holy and they're shit. not. And they're not. 
ugly. No. What are no, they wearing? Beautiful. Are they and they're like all from Russia. Like it's crazy. Bikinis. Like, like underwear. <laughs> yeah, underwear. Okay. Lingerie. 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 Yeah, a lot of Russians, but they're and they just stand there. <laughs> I don't know. And some of them are are, are doing stuff, and some of them are just kind of like literally just like stone faced. Like I'm Russian, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for dick. And uh, <laughs> it's very, it's very. I actually, I, I sound so stupid because I was stoned. I start crying. <laughs> I, I feel so, so much, much stuff about me crying. In Amsterdam. I, I, I made the mistake. I, I walk around and I start crying because it's so Did you so go to sad. a coffee shop? Is that where you got it? Because that's where I got actually, mine. Actually, here's a story. I actually, pff, so stupid. I had weed from California. You flew with it. Oh, I you should have it. done it. Why? I, was all, I, I always was fly with weed. I was finally in Oslo and I said, hey, you guys want to smoke some weed? They're like, where'd you get that? I go, oh, it's California weed, the best weed. They're like, you've had that? In Sweden yep. and France, and like, are you fucking idiot? Do you realize that if you get caught in Sweden, you're here for at least a month? Yeah, minimum. I, okay, I've never Not flown that, out of the country, the but I fly with ones weed. too, so it's like you don't really need. Yeah, but I was smoking my own weed in Amsterdam, and I got like that's really emotional looking at all these because I just like this why is did really that, sad. But I why did daughter, it, so that's part of I it. understand, but oh. I, I there's something there's something to be said about destigmatizing sex work as well like especially there because it, it's they're not being held against their will yeah. you know they're doing that so. out of their own choice they are doing just it to give another choice. just to give you another side of the. I, I guess if i didn't if i didn't know and hear so many stories about the drug addictions that were being i think that has a lot to do with the stigma though i think it has a lot to do with the guilt and the shame and the and feeling so bad for doing something that they might even enjoy doing a lot of them or the, at least that that's how they make he, their living, and it's just a really lot of. Here's interested in a very liberal spectrum about like their crime rates. They have the lowest crime rate in Amsterdam. I think so. Yeah, and then also in in Nevada. No, maybe I'm wrong on Nevada. But that's for different reasons. Pretend you know what you're talking terrible. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's gonna look this up. But I'm just saying that like when you allow, not that I'm pro on prostitution or anything you're like that. You're just being unbiased in I'm this situation. I'm just being in a very unbiased from a very like anthropological standpoint and everything, just how men and women are and everything, that because certain aggressions that happens from the male species, because mm. they're not able to release a you certain You see it in the aggression. apes. I'm just saying. Yeah, so that's why, because they allow prosti- prostitution, whoever they are, God bless them, whatever, they're able to release any situation or anything because their wife is not doing their part that they need to do. That sounds it. like or a very or not even their wives. Idea. But not even their no, wives like though. Maybe they're wives single. Or their girlfriends or whatever, but they need to release it or whatever matter of it. But they don't. They allow that, and also with the weed and everything. If you think about it, if people are able to have sex and have drugs or whatever, <laughs> I think there would be less aggression. Not that I'm saying pro. Just let people yeah, live yeah, their lives. If, well, if, if look, people want think, to do, do that as their profession. I do think that if Muslims were getting blown more, I think they'd be doing a lot, blowing up, a lot less blowing up. I think that sounds like really if they stupid. Got I, mean I know it. what you're saying. No, like if they got more sex, that they were able to smoke a little bit of doobie and chill out a little bit. Make their own life choices aggressive. instead of everyone and telling them what to do. it's not about the Muslim religion. It's actually very peaceful religion. I just... The, the, That'll the be another crazy. episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other thing, but... I'm just saying, okay. I've met some. They're peaceful, yes, loving yes. people. It's a young religion. It's younger it's very than young. Christianity and Judaism. It is. And because I it's younger, has is it having is. teenage growing If pain. anything, <laughs> I think all religions are basically the same. They sound like, like, I think we're praying to the same God, pretty much. Just the prophets are different. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Well, if you look what's what happened with Christianity and Judaism and, you know, the Middle Ages and how violent and how many wars and the Holy Wars and the Crusades and all this shit. 
uh, it makes sense because it was only a, a thousand years old at the mm-hmm. time, you know. Uh-huh. And Muslim Islam was founded in like 900 AD, so it's really only a thousand years old. It's, it's still only a thousand in years the, old. It's yeah. still trying to. I mean, now I think most Jews and Christians look at like, oh, that was fucking stupid. That was back in the day. But Muslims are in that space where they're so still trying to figure out their throughout dominion. history what i'm hearing you is that throughout history every form of religions has their form of has radical, a very violent radical period and period it lasts of for a like while rebellions and, mu- show, and the like muslim religion is happening now yes right. that's what i believe but they are i've i've met a lot of muslim people a- and at its essence is a monopolistic peaceful, loving peaceful community cool yeah, people it's of just the radicals are a bit radical yeah and if you want to be a radical christian there's enough in the bible like, oh yeah, the radical stone Christians jews like, uh, stone the gays you know oh gosh no there's always some kind of extreme something yeah. or other wow this, this, all this without even smoking any weed no oh my no God. it's the wine what kind so of wine th- did you yeah. get <laughs> this is like I, some I existential pinot uh, noir yes i think we should pinot probably noir. um i think we should probably uh, get close to wrapping this up i know we, we were talking about we were talking about dating. Uh, you b- you're both single and dating. Is there any advice that you would give to Tommy Wakefield? <laughs> yeah. Is there any advice that you would give I, okay, to... Okay, I, I did listen to the podcast. You had, did you, you really? Sent it, you sent it over to me, and I, I listened to my nice, like, Runyon Canyon hike. And we get pissed and, off and, at me. Uh, no, I wasn't <laughs> mad at you. I, you were giving him some good advice. You even offered him 20 bucks to go on a date. And the thing is, truthfully... I do this every day in the office, and, by and, the way. And honestly, the truth is, if you don't want to invest on someone, and then invest in yourself. Yeah. You're not ready to date at all. If you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's dinner. Then, dude, you're not ready to date. Also, you're 100% not ready to date because you're not doing work on yourself. And then if you're having this bitterness about women, she's getting heated. I'm sorry. Gonna I, a high five little, too, I was I'll take super it. annoyed by him. I'm like, God, you're so young and dumb. Yeah. By him? Yeah. Oh, wow. I get so I get, I get frustrated, too, because, and, and, and this is out of love, though, because Tommy's one of my best friends. He's probably a great but person. But my thing is, I'm like, you're so awesome. You're such a good dude. What is the problem? Like, what is the issue here? And you he's know, he's got post. He's got trauma from his childhood. He's got some trauma that he's not able to face, and he's not Whoa. willing to confess. God, I wish he was and here talk tonight. Talk about. I know. I, Poor I guy. Roast we're him. Supposed to be here. I will say this. I don't want to roast him, but maybe I might next time. Yes. No, <laughs> I just think, um, you know, look, I get it too. I think that there's 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 the connection part of like the friendship and the relation part, and then there's the the sex part of relationships. And I found, at least in my life, is that I can I can separate those in the meantime. If right, I just yeah. I can recognize, I'm like, you know what? I just need to get laid. Yeah. And I can go out and get laid, and it's fine. Like that's not a hard thing to do it's in 2019. It's very easy it's to very do. Easy. And the thing <laughs> is, not every woman is like having sex, going, oh, where are we, when are we getting married? You can go out and just fucking get your dick wet and go have some yeah, fun. There are girls I'm, who are into that. I'm t- I was Tommy. <laughs> go f- just. There's plenty of you've got so many friend comics and shit who would totally get you know like. Get, right. get down on the business he, and then walk out. It's fine. On one experience, and he's like, "Oh, never again. It'll never happen." Yeah. The, the rule to dating is, date a bunch. Just go on, have Just some go fun. And have experiences, and you gave a good ex- advice. What did I say? You're like, there's a lot of things to do for free. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's it. what you know. He's making That's an what excuse. All people want it is experience. Yeah. They want experience. It doesn't really cost money to do anything, and really, what they're looking for is, do I get along with you? Do we have a connection? Can we talk? Because have you ever? I have not, but like, have you ever had sex with someone and you're just like, I can't connect with this person or anything? Yes. I think I've been approached to like a very beautiful Adonis dude. And then like, he's like, I want to have sex with you. And I looked and I was like, God, you're so good looking, but you're kind of dumb. I mm-hmm. don't think I can respect you. 
Yeah, that's I why you do fuck it. I can't you do keep it. fucking that person. I won't do it. Oh my god. I can't you do had it. a guy you had a such a such a sweet situation. Guys, a guy can be like, "Oh, you're so pretty." You're so hot, and then just like here, shut your mouth, and it's hot. <sighs> but still, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I will say this: I do think that one thing that has an upshot, everything that happened with me too, is 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 positive. It's positive for for the world, no matter how far the pendulum swings. But one thing that has has gotten promulgated a lot in media is he kissed me without consent. And that bugs mm, me. It gets under my skin too. You put a certain energy. It's because like you're the last time I, I asked a girl to kiss her, she's like, "Ugh, don't ask me. You just ruin the moment. Don't fucking ask me to kiss. Just kiss me, yeah. and I'll kiss you or not." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's a, maybe a weirdly aggressive statement to say, but I feel the idea. Tommy, I think we're emasculating men. No, go, a woman wants to be like, if it's the right moment, you're putting in the right vibe. Like, there's, there's, there's process. There's steps. You gotta have like. The hand, like touching the. Yeah, you arm. test the waters. You know, you test the waters. Is she touching? I touch her knee. Does she touch my knee? Like, yeah. you play those little game. Like, um, I touch her hair. Does she touch my hair? And if that's happening, you're like, all right, yeah. I can go in for the kiss. Man. But if there's no touching at all and it's like awkward and I'm Someone in my little corner, reaching. And you're in a little corner, <laughs> and then you ask, can I go for a kiss? Then that's like lame. Yeah, yeah. No, I it's agree. Like I agree. I remember, was that, was that Annie Hall, the Woody Allen movie? Was it, you know, before dinner, maybe I could have a kiss now so I can digest my food. Ew. And that's then they so kiss. Gross. Everything about <laughs> him is so nasty. And I, you know, I just think that's really. So anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so look, just make out with all the girls you want. That's my end of the, that's my end of advice. I think you know to how Tommy? a person's going to be in bed too, like how they make out. For sure, the confidence yeah. they have going into that moment. Yeah. If they're like, uh, "Can I please?" Uh, oh God! If they're asking me all those questions yeah, in bed, this is a say mess. What position they need to be? Uh, I don't know about all those rules. Some someone posted on Twitter. A friend of mine, at sassy semite, oh. posted. She said, <laughs> "She said, <laughs> no, 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 no. She, she said, she said, if a man has, you can tell by the way a man eats if he's going to be good in bed. If he has bad manners, he's going to be shitty in bed." I'm like, and I tweeted, "Is like, hey." Uh, I, I go, I eat like a caveman who hasn't seen food in three days. And trust me, I bring the fucking heat to bed. <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm so like a caveman. <laughs> but she thought like the manner. And so I, these rules, I mean, do they really matter? I mean, do they make, do they always make no. sense? Because I think everybody's different. I agree. I think I everybody's agree. different. I mean, I'm uh, in life. I'm very aggressive in the bedroom. I'm submissive as fuck. And if he wants That's me, if he wants me to, to make all the moves, and I, I mean, I will I will make it very clear. And I tell people this a lot. A lot of men this because they're like, I don't know if I can. Like, and I'm like, look, I will let you know if you've crossed the line. <laughs> OK, give a safe word. I do. And it's back the fuck up. dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I think I did the tap. Okay. Like We're done I here. Was like, I was like, bye oh, bye. Tap out. I like tap out. Tap that's out. Good. It's polite because it's like, oh, baby. It's also that's what you do in like UFC. <laughs> tap out. Tap out. That is so sweet. That. It's, it's a very He's like, sweet. She's thing. encouraging me with the tap. No, I'll it means going. baby. Uh, what is that? <laughs> oh my god. That's great. Um, we should probably wrap this up. But listen, this is this podcast has been all over the place, and I kind of love it's it. All it's all spectrum. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. If we'd spoke to, we'd have been a lot worse. But Christina, so what do you what are you up to? What's what's moving on? For you? I am you can't working. Talk about any of your projects I, I am up. producing my first feature film. Woo! I can say that. Yeah. Um, it has to do with feminism, mm. and then also like for men. I think it's actually not. I want to say it's pro feminism. I want to say it's for both sexes. I think it's a lot of things. Hey, feminism's for men too. It, it totally is. I think there's also like <laughs> hangups that like men have with women as well. Too. Interesting. And it is projected in this film. It's it's 
very it's clever in, in a it's way. It's a story that it. you wrote is adapted or I, I developed it. I didn't write it fully, but I did sculpt the story where it needs to be. Cool. So I'm making that a first uh, my first feature. Very wow. Exciting. And um, I am hoping that it will happen here in the late summer, fall ish. You know, making a movie is very means hard. 2020. Long uh, time. <laughs> 2019. Maybe I'll be out in 2020 and then I'll call you. I was like, it's no. so crazy how long the process is. Do yeah. you want to come to my See you at Sundance 2021. You'll be like, Ugh. I'll be like, you can put me in the movie bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'll be dead. You're gonna <laughs> we're gonna kill you. Is that okay? That's fine. I, I make I make a good corpse. Okay. Um, and how about you, Caitlin? No, well you you'll be alive, and then they kill you. Is that cool? Oh, Is so he cool? gets oh, both like sides zombies? of the game. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like no, you're alive, and then you know that you're gonna die. I want to die. I love I think dying. That's the funnest <laughs> thing to do. I've died. How have I, di- how have I died on camera? I've been shot in the head a couple Are times. Are you good at dying? Yeah. You wow. Just, I, I want to see I all your real. I did an episode of just a death reel. I want to see your death reel. <laughs> wasn't what's the epi- what was that show? Did God you make damn. A good what death was the one face? with what was the one with um Keith? No, no, Kevin Bacon. Kevin the Bacon. following, the following. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. Yeah, that was so a was really good one. And then I got shot in the head and I'm I'm tied up in a chair. I was like <gasps> That was, that was, was sweet. your wow. face. Wow. Yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> sweet. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to look, look that up. Died. I'm going to have to look it up. Anyway. I'm like, okay, director this guy knows how to die. This guy can die. This guy Look at this guy. Die. Does this guy know how to die fall. or what? He can die. I can, I, I'm, I'm a comic. I can do Pratt Falls mm-hmm. when I die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. step my foot in a bucket when I get shot. And <laughs> yeah. Um. That's good. That's good. You're going to die. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So, Kayla, what about, yes! what about, what about, what about you? What it's you? indie filmmaking, by the way. Oh, I love so it. So it's like basic, basic so you're definitely getting your dick sucked. low. No, it's oh, basic, low, ultra low indie film rate. Yes. Sorry. By the way, check out I my indie you. film, Before the Sun Explodes, <laughs> shot at the Laugh Factory on Amazon Prime. Oh my so, Caitlin, what, what are you up to? Um, okay, so I'm doing as much stand-up as I possibly can do right now. I'm getting into that whole game. Um, so great. It is. It's a little insane. I didn't do that until I started working here, and I was like, well, if Bill Dawes can do it, <laughs> I can get Many up there. <laughs> I want to do stand-up. Yeah. I'm scared. You should. You should be scared, but once you do it, you're like, oh, it's, that's it's it? not that bad. Really? It's not that scary. No, and then you bomb, and you're like, just tell maybe a, I'll not. Just tell maybe a I'll weird, take a week. I tell guys, like, just tell a weird story. Just tell a weird blowjob story. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has a weird blowjob story. Tell a weird blowjob like story. Oh, there's a million there's of them. There's a million. Oh. So what, that's mostly you can't what throw I do. A rock without hitting open mic room. Yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. We'll right, talk. You guys are going to connect. Yeah, so we'll okay, do that. Do I've got it. my podcast, Single okay. as Fuck. I would love for you guys to check it out um, and tell me funny or, you know, sad, whatever. I love dating stories. We like sharing stuff with our okay, with our viewers. Yeah. Anything that anybody's got some, you know, uh, sex stories, dating stories, we love hearing that. And, um, and I'm just kicking at the Laugh Factory. Hell yeah. Monday through Friday. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. follow you. At Caitlin Allen. That's A-L-Y-N because no one knows how to spell it. I'll I'll follow Uh, you. Please do. I'll look you up. And you are at? I'm at I am Christina Cha. Twitter, Facebook. C-H-A. Instagram. C-H-A. Cha, cha, cha. Cha, cha, cha. You have a pretty big big following, right? I have a decent. All my followers are organic. I don't buy it like most people. Your your followers are organic, too. Bill, you should have more followers than eight. I want to buy followers. I just have to let you know, a lot of people buy their followers. I know. I've heard that. And it makes me want to buy followers. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho. I'm trying. I'm I dancing up there, putting butt shots on Instagram. I saw those no butt shots. Me. I don't think you need to do the butt shots. I have a nice butt. <laughs> I think you might have. I, I, it's so white. It's so what? It's it's nice. It's still a nice ass. I know. I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, 
Hey, look, all women the white do it. I get it. I'm back the night as a man. Like you hate white asses. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill, this is one. Seriously, this has been great. Thank, thank you so you. much for coming. Thank yeah. you so much, for Christina. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Of course, of course. Awesome. You guys are awesome. And uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for now. Uh, signing off from the laughter. Uh, what did I say? The laughter factory. How much did I drink? Signing off. Tommy will edit that in post. He never will. He never even listened to this shit. <laughs> Signing off from the after laugh. Bye bye, guys. Bye. Oh my God. I was interested in the, in the conversation. Did I have to say? Thing, what I interrupted on the